Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. He's on Saturday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Temperatures hanging around the mid-40s. It's 46 and sunny outside WTOP Studios. At 359. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is brought to you by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon, I'm Nick Ainelli. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up, new this afternoon, the U.S. House passes a short-term spending measure to avert a government shutdown. A campaign 2024 immigration showdown with both President Biden and former President Trump making visits to the Texas border. We now have the projected dates for this year's Cherry Blossoms Bloom Peak. I'm Shana Stulen. No bond for a man accused of leading police on a high-speed chase in a stolen truck. I'm Scott Gelman. The Dow is up 58, NASDAQ up 157, S&P 500 is up about 30. WTOP at 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Stacey Lynn. President Biden is in Texas today. He's in Brownsville right now, where he just met with Border Patrol agents. The trip is part of the administration's ongoing effort to urge Congress to pass border security legislation. On Air Force One, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas told reporters... The legislation is what we need. It is the enduring solution. Uh, Actions taken outside of legislation are often met uh, with... Uh, litigation challenges in court. Former President Trump is also in Texas today. He is in Eagle Pass, where he was greeted by Governor Greg Abbott. Trump is eyeing a radical shift in immigration policy if re-elected president. One of his first actions would be to close the southern border. A deadly attack in Gaza. Officials there say Israeli forces open fire on a crowd of Palestinians waiting in line for aid. But the IDF says the crowd became violent and troops fired warning shots before shooting at the people. Over 100 are dead. The hospitals are said to be overwhelmed by the sheer number of injured in the attack. Defense Department spokesman Major General Pat Ryder calls the incident alarming. The situation also does underscore the critical importance of ensuring that much needed humanitarian assistance can be delivered to uh, the people of Gaza in a safe, secure and sustained manner. In Northern California, they're bracing for a massive snowstorm. CBS's Carter Evans is in truck. It's going to be very windy on the passes. We could see hurricane force winds 100 miles per hour, and that's going to cause gigantic snowdrifts, making the total snowfall amount kind of hard to measure. Some parts of the region could see up to 10 feet of snow. This just in, in Alabama, the House just passed legislation to restore access to in vitro fertilization. This after a controversial state Supreme Court ruling that caused roughly half of the IVF clinics there to pause treatments for fear they could face lawsuits or even criminal charges. Governor Kay Ivey is expected to sign the bill into law next week. Business reporter Jason Brooks tells us inflation seems to be cooling off a bit. The Federal Reserve's preferred inflation gauge, the Personal Consumption Expenditure Index, rose 2.4% from a year earlier, while the core rate factoring out food and gas prices was up 2.8%, each lower than in December. While monthly price increases rose for the second straight month, the numbers were in line with market estimates, avoiding a repeat of the December PCE report when inflation came in hotter than anticipated, crushing market hopes of Fed rate cuts in the spring. Markets right now are in the green. And this is CBS News.
Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. 403 on WTOP on this leap day, February 29th, 2024. Sunny skies and 48 in D.C. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Nick Ionelli. Our top local story, more than a million people visit the nation's capital every year to see the famous cherry blossom trees. And now we have an official prediction for when they will be in full bloom this year. It was unveiled by the National Park Service. March 23rd through March 26th. Jeff Reinbold, superintendent of the National Mall. Reminder that this forecast is the window during which the trees are expected to first reach peak bloom. And if the weather conditions are just right, that could last uh, for up to 10 days. The National Park Service is asking the hundreds of thousands of visitors expected to come during the month-long National Cherry Blossom Festival to be good stewards of the trees as well. There are 3,700 cherry blossom trees on the mall. Most are Yoshino trees, originally gifted by Japan in 1912. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. 404, for Maryland State Highway workers, their office is the roadway. Well, today, the task is Operation Clean Sweep. Here's WTOP's Kate Ryan. We have a lot of trash out here. Terry Moat with the Maryland State Highway Administration ticks off some of what the crew is finding along 370 near the intercounty connector. Bear bottles, mattresses, ladders. Some trash clearly comes off passing trucks. Other things tossed by random drivers. Moat says some drivers get impatient as crews may narrow a lane to get their job done. But we do have people that give us thumbs up, honk, and say we're doing a good job. And Moet says it can be rewarding to see the result of their cleanup efforts. In Gaithersburg, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Well, this is a good reminder to never leave your phone on a pillow or on a couch. A phone exploded today at Roosevelt High School in northwest D.C., leaving one student injured. D.C. Fire and EMS says it was caused by a lithium-ion battery failure. The student was in a bathroom when the phone exploded and then was taken to the hospital. They are expected to be okay. Two suspects are under arrest after a D.C. Housing Authority officer was shot near Navy Yard. WTOP's Kyle Cooper from the scene. The officer, a six-year veteran of the forest, was shot in the abdomen during a struggle with a man inside a senior citizen apartment building in the 400 block of M Street. A short uh, pursuit ensued after that. Another exchange of gunfire occurred in the lobby area, and then a third exchange occurred uh, outside the building. Assistant D.C. Police Chief Emmy Reese says the alleged shooter and a woman who was with him were eventually arrested. The officer, breathing and conscious, was taken to a hospital. A nearby elementary school went on lockdown. No one else was injured. At the Navy Yard, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. Virginia is one of 15 states with a presidential primary in just a few days. On Super Tuesday, the candidates are traveling to Richmond. Republican Nikki Haley made a stop there today for a rally. Let's talk about the border. I can't believe this is happening in the United States of America. Haley argued that she has the experience necessary to deal with the southern border crisis. Nine million illegal immigrants have crossed that border. Now, when I was governor of South Carolina, we passed the toughest illegal immigration law in the country. President Obama sued us over it, and we won. 
We're going to take what we did in South Carolina and we're going to go national with it. Haley will also talk to voters later today in Falls Church and then Saturday night in Richmond, another rally. That one hosted by Haley's Republican opponent, former President Donald Trump. 407, if you're looking for engaging ways to celebrate Women's History Month, the National Museum of Women in the Arts has a full lineup of events dedicated to honoring the achievements of women. To celebrate International Women's Day on March 8th, Kelly Daly, Director of Public Programs at the National Museum of Women in the Arts, invites you to their in-person and online events happening all day. We have a virtual program with Farron Gibson. Farron Gibson is a British-American art historian and the author of Women's Work. Other events include yoga, art displays, flash tattoos, and their five artists campaign spotlighting disabled artists. We will be featuring um, artists who themselves are disabled or work in disability uh, awareness realms. Cheyenne Curran, WTOP News. For more local events and happenings this weekend and beyond, head to WTOP.com. Our roundup of things to do in the D.C. area comes out every Thursday. Still to come after traffic and weather in money news. Spirit Airlines continues to grow at a BWI Marshall Airport. And could the Dow pull off a late Thursday gain? I'm Steve Dresner. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. WTOP at 408, traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Settling into a slow Thursday rush hour. Volume delays in the district. Outbound especially, 395 D.C. and Interstate 295. The pace southbound on the Anacostia Freeway was uh, slowed further by a crash late last hour near NRL. That's out of the way. Lanes open, 395 and 95 in Virginia. Southbound traffic at its slowest through the Springfield Interchange. That's because of a crash that happened just south of the Beltway, initially blocking the left lane. That might have changed. Downstream volume delays, in fact, both ways slow through Woodbridge. 66 congestion westbound near Vieta Station and through Centerville. Had a crash on 28 south of 66 near 29 in Centerville. And volume delays on the Beltway are fairly lengthy this afternoon, especially on the outer loop from Van Dorn through Alexandria toward the Wilson Bridge, even the interloop sluggish nearby, and certainly on the interloop from Tyson's across the American League bridge up to the spur and farther around through Silver Spring and College Park. Loaded up on that part of 495. At least the work zone in Silver Spring on the interloop cleared last hour. Outer loop packed from Old Georgetown Road to Carter Rock. 270, no surprises. 95 in Baltimore Washington Parkway. Occasionally heavy, especially near and north of Laurel. 50 at the Bay Bridge. Well, that looks good. No travel trouble there on U.S. Route 50. Winds have slacked quite a bit since last night. Snoffer School Road at Center Way Road, a crash and apparently some reconstruction necessary. You're following police direction near that intersection. Go electric the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ionic, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. And the forecast with 7 News. First alert, meteorologist Steve Rudin. As we head through the remainder of the afternoon, lots of sunshine to enjoy, but chilly temperatures only in the 40s. Wind gusts 10 to 20 miles per hour. Those winds will slowly ease this evening and into the overnight under mainly clear skies. Waking up tomorrow, widespread 20s will be in the lower 30s inside the Capitol Beltway. Clouds will increase on Friday with evening showers, steadier rain after midnight. Highs will be in the 50s. Saturday, we stay in the 50s with skies brightening during the afternoon in the 60s by Sunday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 46 in Gaithersburg, 47 in Lanham. We've hit 49 in Arlington under 
sunny skies, and we're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 410 Money News at 10 and 40 past every hour. Here is Steve Dresner. And Nick, PWI Marshall's second biggest airline is expanding its departures to four new cities that include Boston, New Orleans, Portland, Oregon, and San Diego. Service to Boston, Portland on Spirit Airlines will begin on Wednesday, May 8th, and the next day, new service will start to New Orleans and San Diego. Now, with the added destination Spirit, will now service 16 markets. On Wall Street, most of the day, the Dow was down. Well, the Dow recovered nicely, finishing at the closing bell, up 47. The S&P 500 was up 26, and the NASDAQ finished 0.9% higher for its first record close since November of 2021. NASDAQ up 144 points. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. ASRC Federal supports U.S. government missions that are critical to our country's success while building an enduring legacy for more than 14,000 Alaska Native shareholders. Coming up on WTOP, what exactly is a leap day and why do we have it? We'll answer all your leap day questions with the Washington Post next. 412. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. New year, new cyber threats. Wherever your digital transformation journey takes you, get there securely with Palo Alto Networks. Don't miss your chance to get up to speed on the latest trends impacting the public sector at Palo Alto Networks Public Sector Ignite, April 2nd in Tyson's Corner. Deliver tomorrow's cybersecurity today with Vision keynotes and practitioner-focused technical sessions on Gen AI, SOC transformation, cloud security, zero trust, and more. Register now at paloaltonetworks.com and search Public Sector Ignite. You got a dead body, Inspector. I may be able to help with that. This winter, all your favorite detectives are streaming on BritBox. Don't miss exclusive new seasons of Death in Paradise. There must be something we've missed. Vera. It wasn't an accident, was it, love? Father Brown. What did he look like? And more. Once you start investigating, you won't want to stop. We're done when I say we're done. Stream your favorite detectives only on BritBox. Start a free trial at BritBox.com. Coming up, an update on the man accused of leading police on a long chase in Maryland in a stolen highway help truck while cars were smashed and people were injured. That's later this half hour. One, we usually think of it as a small number, but actually it's a very powerful number. I'm Matt Tate, CEO of Mantech, where management and technology meet. We are one company that does some of our nation's most critical work, cognitive cyber, trusted artificial intelligence, high-tech, high-end engineering, 
sophisticated emerging technology, and defense intelligence, all for one mission, to keep our country and our future secure. Become one of us. Visit wearemantech.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 415. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Nick Ainelli. Thanks for being with us. Well, of course, today is Leap Day, the extra day that gets added to the calendar every four years. During a leap year, of course, Leap Day falls on February 29th, giving the shortest month of the year one added day. Washington Post reporter Annabelle Timsit joined us to explain why we have leap days in the first place. We really, really need it. <laughs> Essentially, the science behind why every four years, roughly, we have an extra day to the year is that the way that we measure the time of the year, usually 365 days, is roughly what we round up to be the journey when the Earth orbits the sun. But actually, it takes just a little bit longer than that for the Earth to complete its rotation. It takes about an extra six hours. And we don't account for that when we have a year that's 365 days. So every four years, we add up all that extra little time that we haven't counted and we add an extra day, so 24 hours to the year. And that's always the last day of February, February 29th. And that's why we call it Leap Day. So you started by saying we really, really need this. Why do we need it? What would happen without it? So what would happen without it is that in one given year, it wouldn't make that much of a difference. But over time, all of that time that's unaccounted for, that extra time that it takes the Earth to orbit the sun, it would progressively shift all of our seasons. And so what would happen is that we could have, for example, holidays that we're used to celebrating in the fall suddenly happening, you know, in the summer. We could have Halloween in July. We could have Christmas in August. And so that would really mess not just with like the calendar as we know it and how as humans we've organized our lives around that calendar, but also crops. That's that's something that's cited pretty often. Um, farmers when they grow their crops, they go based on the seasons, temperatures, and that would really mess with that entire system and our economy. Who actually created Leap Day? So there were definitely different systems that different civilizations and cultures used to account for this. It's not a new thing. The Egyptians, the Romans, they all tried different methods to try to, let's say, write the calendar. But it was actually when the Gregorian calendar, the calendar that we use and that we know in the U.S. and in other countries around the world, when that was implemented by Pope Gregory the Thirteenth, that's when the leap year system that we know today was implemented. So my favorite question about all this is what about people who have a birthday on leap day? Is this like a big celebration today? Well, yeah, first of all, happy birthday, affect you. Um, and it is a big celebration. Obviously, for those folks, they only get to see their actual birth date represented on the calendar once every four years. They're very young in well, the numbers, right? That, <laughs> yeah, that's, people always like to say that it means that they're cheating time. Unfortunately, they're still aging. And a lot of them just choose to celebrate on March 1st, uh, you know, on the off-sleep years. But this year, at least, it's very exciting for them. And, and I hope they're all out there celebrating. That's Washington Post reporter Annabelle Timsit. Top stories we're working on for you right now on WTOP. The U.S. House avoids a government shutdown by voting on a short-term spending bill. It is a split-screen trip to the southern border for President Biden and former President Trump. When will D.C.'s cherry blossoms reach peak bloom? The Park Service has unveiled its prediction. You can hear for full details in the minutes ahead. It's 418. And we're brought to you by Eagle Bank. Looking for financial stability and growth? Eagle Bank has 
got you covered. Get competitive interest rates on business and personal CD accounts. Call, go online, or visit your local branch to open an account today. Eagle Bank, member FDIC. TOP's traffic and weather on the 8th. So let's go to Dave Dildine in the traffic center. A lot of demand for the highways this afternoon. A lot of driving happening right now. Beltways bloated near the Legion Bridge and River Road. Very slow, plodding along the inner loop through Silver Spring and College Park and in Virginia on the outer loop near 66 and very slow going around the outer loop from Springfield toward the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. Even the inner loop getting in on the act this afternoon in Old Town and toward Springfield. But southbound traffic on 395 and 95 jammed. From Duke Street down past the Springfield Interchange, 95 south of the Beltway had a crash. Never got the all clear. It was initially tying up the left lane. Some slow traffic both ways near Dale City and Woodbridge as well. 66 westbound audit off between the Beltway and Centerville. Nothing blocking. In the district on I-295 southbound, the crash near NRL is clear, but traffic remains heavy southbound and northbound on DC 295 from the 11th Street Bridge toward Eastern Avenue. 395 is packed through southwest. Back in Montgomery County, between Laytonsville and Olney, there was a work zone on 108 near Brookville Road alternating there and a serious crash under investigation in Gaithersburg near Montgomery Village. Snuffer School Road was blocked. Water both ways near Centerway Road by police. The girl in Kenya still dreaming of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world, and it will change your own. Unbound.org. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Over to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Jordan Evans. Jordan, it's been a sunny day, but temperatures haven't been so nice. Yeah, looking more like February still on this leap day of the year, the 29th. We did get up to 50 today. That's where we should be this time of year, but still much cooler than the last couple of days. And even as we go forward, temperatures looking more like spring. Sunday, we're back into the 60s, and we'll keep the 60s on repeat throughout next week. However, we'll likely have some rain starting Tuesday uh, each day throughout next week. And we'll have a chance Friday night into Saturday, so late Friday night plans. Plan on some showers, but the rest of the weekend should be dry. Sunday, it will be most sunny as well with those uh, warmer temperatures staying in the low to mid 60s. This evening will fall into the 40s and 30s and a freeze by early tomorrow. Friday afternoon, high temperature around 55 with increasing clouds. 48 northwest now, 46 in southeast D.C. and 51 in Springfield. All right, and we're brought to you by Gutter Helmet. Safeguard your gutters from spring showers with Gutter Helmet from Lednor Home Solutions, 8885-HELMET. Coming up on WTOP, the man at the center of the Maryland Highway help truck rampage appears in court, and our WTOP Scott Gelman was in the courthouse. We'll hear from him. It's 421. Hi, this is George Wallace, and when it's time for home improvement, there's only one call that you need to make. And I've been telling you, pick up the phone, call Jessica Fingles at New Look Home Design. I need a new siding on my house. What do you think I did? And now could not be happier with the job that New Look did on my siding on my house. They came out, gave me an estimate and a 3D rendering of my home to try on the new siding. And right now, Jessica's offering... The biggest deal yet. 60% off of roofing, siding, and door materials. Plus, get a $1,500 manufacturer's rebate on roofing and siding materials. And if that's not enough, you can qualify for 12-month interest-free financing. And if you're a teacher, military, and first responder, or senior citizen, take an extra 5% off. And as another bonus, get a $100 Restaurant.com gift card just for mentioning my name when you call. Don't waste any more time, folks. Pick up the phone and call New Look Home Design, 800-279-5300, or visit newlookhomedesign.com.
WTOP wants to help you get on top of your health. Whether it's advice on heart health, cancer prevention and innovations in cancer treatment, or how to create and maintain a healthy workplace, WTOP has you covered with news and information from top local health experts. WTOP's Get on Top of Your Health series is provided in part by MedStar Health and Kaiser Permanente. To see interviews with healthcare experts and learn more, go to WTOP.com and search Top Health. At WTOP, our listeners matter. WTOP is better than ways when it comes to traffic. I simply love WTOP traffic as the number one source for me. WTOP, Washington's top news. It's 423. The man accused of stealing a Maryland State Highway truck and leading police on a destructive chase that spanned two counties was in court today. WTOP Scott Gilman was at the courthouse and he tells us the suspect's attorney says his client was having a psychotic episode at the time of the chase. Here at Montgomery County District Court, Judge Holly Reed ordered Flavio Cesar Lanuza to be held without bond. Noteworthy is a comment that was made by uh, by the judge during the hearing that this was the most extreme danger he had seen to the community, uh, maybe ever. State's attorney John McCarthy says Lanuza is facing several charges in Montgomery and Prince George's counties. In court, Lanuza's attorney, Maria Mena, argued he was having a mental health breakdown at the time of the incident. The family told me that a week prior, he was acting very erratic. He was pacing. They did not know what was wrong with him. She told the judge he was acting normal now that he's getting medical help. But McCarthy says there's no indication to this point that mental health played a role. The public knows what happened here pretty much almost from start to finish. That is unusual. In Rockville, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. An 11-year-old girl is dead, and police say her stepdad was the one who took her life. Here's WTOP's Mike Marillo. It was last night when officers arrived at a home on Stansbury Lane in Landover. They found 38-year-old Curtis Lynch and 10-year-old Malin Turks dead and the girl's mother badly hurt. Prince George's County Police Chief Malik Aziz says it was Lynch who shot the stepdaughter and then the mother before turning the gun on himself. The mother is in critical condition. Malin did not deserve this. The adult female victim did not deserve this. This case marks a sixth killing this year that was a result of a domestic dispute. County Executive Angela Alsobrook says it's a troubling trend. In too many instances, uh, we are seeing the death of our children in ways that really are heartbreaking and have to be stopped. The exact motive in this shooting is not yet known. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. 425, what's happening, George Wallace? Well, we got spring training baseball, and Patrick Corbin making his first start of the spring for the Nationals. Went three innings, did have four strikeouts, three hits, but no walks, no runs. That's positive. James Wood continues to be the bright spot so far. Playing center field again today, went two for three with a home run. He is uh, now has three home runs in his six games thus far this season, seven for 13 on the year, Lane Thomas also with a home run. Jacob Young uh, batting 500 again. Another uh, run scored today. Another hit for him. So some pretty uh, pretty good stories so far this spring for the Nats as they beat the Cardinals this afternoon at the combine. Josh Harris, the owner of the Commanders, did in fact sit in on six quarterback interviews. He was just observing Adam Peters, Dan Quinn, and assistant GM Lance Newmark did all of the talking, reportedly of course. And um, Harris just kind of seeing how things go. He paid six billion dollars for the team. If he wants to sit in on a meeting, he can sit in on a meeting, right? Right. So mm-hmm. the combine continuing this week <laughs> in Indianapolis. College basketball tonight. It is the Maryland women at home against Wisconsin. Catholic University on the men's side. Division three first round begins tomorrow as uh, Catholic will face or 